So. Very beautiful art, yeah. I, don't, I, try, I want to find the source, yeah. So um, there's a very um, interesting contrast that we find between Yaakov and many other people with regards to his name. Yaakov was not the first person and not the last person to have his name changed. Meaning, when he had his, his wrestle with the angel, um, the angel, the blessing that he gave him is that he changed his name. He said, you, no, you should no longer um, be called Yaakov. We're going to give you a name Yisrael. What is the name Yisrael based on? Because you were, you, you were able to overpower not only humans, <laughs> you had the ability to win even over godly power, so to speak, over, over angels. Um, you're a warrior and, a, and victorious, not only in this world, but even in, from higher powers. So he gave them Kisorisa from the, from the word Sar, Yisrael, from the word Sar. There's many other na- meanings to the name Yisrael. And this name is obviously the name that we go on with till today. The land of Eretz Yisrael, the Bnei Yisrael, everything's Yisrael. Now, if you look back, he's not the first person to have his name changed. Who's the first person that has his name changed in the Torah? Avram. Who's the second? Sarah. And after Yaakov? Another one is Yeshua. Trying to remember, those are the three that I remember that come to mind. But there's, we have three other examples right here that had their name changed. And um, about each of them, we find that the only one that keeps both names is Yaakov. Meaning, even after Yaakov's name was changed, multiple times the Torah refers, not only the Torah, in other places where it even talks about Bnei Yisrael. You have it often in Bilam's Nevoah. You have many times, and many multiple places, where it refers to, to us as, uh, it refers to Yaakov, both as Yaakov and as Israel. When it comes to Avraham, we find the Torah very strongly saying that you, can no, you cannot use the name Avraham anymore. When you talk about Avraham's life before his name was changed, you can use the name Avraham. When you talk about his life after, and now, we never say the name Avraham. To the point that it's a, it's a, so to speak, some type of iser. <laughs> so, um, what's, what's the difference? What's the meaning? What's going on here? Meaning, why by Yaakov are both names kept, and by Avram not? Meaning, if a, if a name change means the Torah is giving you a whole new energy, we know in general names is a whole topic. And Kabbalistically and, and spiritually, names, your name, your Hebrew name, is really what gives you your power, gives you your, your life. Your, your life is connected to your name. And um, names and everything. The Baal Shem Tov is very into it. Rabbi Meir have a Medayik Bishma. And the Gemara, we have a Meir, the story with the, the name of the person, and he suspected him. So we find um, that names play a big role. So it's not by coincidence and not just by chance that for, for some reason, by Avram and others, we don't keep the name. But by Yaakov, we keep both names, Yaakov and Yisrael. So I want to go on, on one path explaining it, one Mahalach, and as follows. We're in a practical way that everything that the Torah discusses is relevant to us. That's what the Torah brings it. Right? The Torah leaves many things out. Everything is important for us. And obviously, um, by the, uh, following what we just went through, to us, the name Avram is not relevant. The name Avraham is. To us, the name Sarai is not relevant. The name Sarah is. But Yaakov. 
to us, the name Yaakov and Yisrael are both one. That's why we keep both. Meaning, because to us, the messages and the meanings and the, the lessons from these names are, are relevant. It's a different, yeah, good point. Good point. One's editor, one's, one's a totally different name. Okay, so what's, what's the difference? So, so let's first discuss Avram and Avraham and then Yaakov and Yisrael. Just, they're not really connected to each other, but just to, bring, to show the difference. That Avram, um, if you split the word, Kabbalah talks about this a lot, so this, that it's, it's made up of two words, Avram. Av meaning that he's a father, Ram exalted. And the way it's understood is that Avram means that he was somewhat detached and exalted and uplifted in his own place, separated from other people and the rest of the world. When God gave him his name, Avraham, um, what does it say in the Torah? Av hamoin goyim nesaticha. That I'm making you the father of the whole world. That's why any Gary that converts, we, we, we call them Ben Avraham. Uh, Av, Avra, Avraham will now be the father of everyone. Meaning, Avraham, there's much more to it, but just very simply, Avraham uh, created, gave him a new personality, so to speak, which now makes him attached and connected to the world. So very simply, from there you already see why Avram is no longer relevant to us. Because maybe before Avram's times, there, there existed and it was acceptable to live in a way where you're detached from everyone else and detached from the world. And we have the, the toyu, the, the, before the mabul. But, um, but now, following Avraham and by his name change, it changed the traje- trajectory of, of the future that now the mission is to be working within the world and not to, not to be detached. So that's one idea from there why Avram is no longer irrelevant. It's much, it goes much deeper on Kabbalah, but that's, uh, that's that. But let's focus on Yaakov and Yisrael to show how they're both relevant. Yaakov and Yisrael um, focus on two completely different um, uh, character traits of Yaakov. And Yaakov served as both. Yaakov was a name that dealt very much with, I mean, uh, let, let's discuss this as two different uh, um, ways how we live our life. Yeah, man. Messer? Um, so, so Yaakov, um, Yaakov and Yisrael represent two different ways of dealing with the world. So, how so? That <clears throat> when, we, when we deal with life um, and business, family, the world, just dealing with people, um, we very often have to um, dress up and act and behave like the world behaves. You can't come into an office and start talking to them a piece of Gemara or a piece of, uh, or a piece of Medrash. Meaning you have to talk the world's language. You have to, I mean, some people try to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, it says, Rabbi Shimon Bayechai preached that not to work at all. But, uh, but we have to work, <clears throat> but we have to work within, within the world. And that's what the name Yaakov represents. Because Yaakov, um, he followed Esau. Not only did he follow Esau, Yaakov is the one that dressed up in Esau's clothing. He's the one that tricked Esau. He's the one that, that Yaakov held on to. He's given his name Yaakov because he held on to Esau's heel, right? When he, um, when he was trying, when they were coming out. I Meaning the whole personality and idea of Yaakov is dealing with the world. And when you deal with the world, you have to deal with it in a, trickery, in a tricking way, in a deceiving way, dealing with uh, working, trying to figure out your way in the world and remaining a Yaakov, remaining a holy person even while you're dealing with the world. Yisrael is completely different. 
Why was he given the name Yisrael? He was given the name Yisrael because he was able to overpower not only humans, but angels. That the name Yisrael represents a whole other approach. An approach of being, from the, from the start, being on a completely different plane, completely different level, completely different um, uh, air, uh, area than anything else that you come in contact with. What? Uh, being beyond, yeah, being above nature, being totally above. Meaning not dealing with the world in the way the world runs, not dealing with the world according to the world's customs, but dealing with it uh, on, your, on your own pace. Dealing with the world from a holy place. And, and what's, what the Torah is telling us here is that both are necessary. You can't have one, and you, you, you can't have just one, and you can't have just the other. That if we're totally dealing with the world in a worldly way, like Yaakov, then sometimes we can totally lose and we can totally forget our real power and what we're really connected to and the energy that we have from the Yisrael, from being totally beyond and above. Um, if we only deal with the world in the Yisrael way, then we're not dealing with the world. We're back to the issue of Avram. <laughs> but here Yisrael gives the ability to deal with the world in a much higher way. And both are necessary. And Yaakov in his life lived with both. Where on one hand, he dealt with the world, with Lavan also, where he literally was within the world. He worked within what the world means, with the maklis, with the sticks, right? And he experienced miracles. But he did it while working within the world. Um, but at the same time, he was able to deal with even higher things, holy things, and be completely um, outside of the world while dealing with the world. And this is the balance that we need to have. We need to have both. His vart is from the Rebbe. I tell you when I don't know the source. Yesterday, I don't know. Okay, um, but uh, this is this is a, a beautiful idea of why Yaakov and Yisrael are both names of Yitzchak. You need this verse. You need each and you enjoy everything God gave us, and you need to do good also. Yeah, it's a general approach. Yeah, but that you can take this idea of Yaakov and Yisrael. I explained it very briefly, but you can really take it to every time in Torah where it mentions chooses to never mention Yaakov or Yisrael. It's connected with this. Sometimes, after the Egel, when Shem speaks very harshly to Jewish people, and says, "Why is it mercy?" You see.